Are you looking to expand your brand this year? Want to make your business stand out above the rest? Well, there's no better way to grow than with your own podcast. Whether you're an entrepreneur, a solopreneur, a small business, or a massive company, you need a podcast in 2024. Podcast Plus is an easy and efficient way for you and your brand to join the podcast revolution. There's no better way to position your company as the go-to authority than with a podcast that showcases your industry knowledge, insights, and expertise. The studios at Podcast Plus are state-of-the-art with top-of-the-line production quality. And if you're just starting out, Podcast Plus offers professional script writing, editing magic, and can conceptualize your show, create your cover art, and get you ready to stream on all major platforms. We'll market your podcast as well, showcasing it on radio stations and digital streams across the country. Expand, enhance, and extend your company and brand and reach potential clients and customers 24-7. Find out more at podcast with the K, P-L-U-S.com. That's podcast with the K, P-L-U-S.com. Five, four, three, two, one. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. A confirmed attack is taking place against the United States. Aliens from an unknown location have been reported in multiple states. We are controlling transmission. There is another world that awaits, far beyond what we can see and feel. A place that's anything but ordinary. What you believe might not be. Step into the zone of the best unknown. UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, conspiracies and cover-ups. And to the paranormal we go. And the top takeaway from the study is that there is a lot more to learn. The NASA independent study team did not find any evidence that UAP have an extraterrestrial origin. But we don't know what these UAP are. We don't know what these UAP are. And furthermore... They possess a national security threat. Why isn't that all over mainstream news? Good evening, friends, from the cold, dark depths of a secret dungeon somewhere deep in the remote Pacific Northwest. We could not resist the opportunity to get on the air tonight to discuss with you what happened today with the release of the NASA Independent Study team report this is a organization that was formed in the summer of last year with a time limit put on the study which should tell you everything that you need to know nine months and that's it we're only going to dedicate that much to this topic oh and they had a budget of a hundred thousand dollars 16 members get together to study UAP, what NASA defines as observations of events in the sky that cannot be identified as aircraft or known natural phenomena from a scientific perspective. Again, they do not know what they are. We know what some of them are, but in large part, we do not know what these are. You heard it right there from the NASA administrator, Bill Nelson, although he wants us to know. They all want us to know that there is no evidence 
of them being extraterrestrial in origin. Whether they're extraterrestrial in origin or not shouldn't really mean anything. The fact of the matter is they pose a threat to our airspace, and we should want to get to the bottom of this. But instead, they never want to give us a straight answer, and they want to separate it in bureaucracy, meaning one office looks at uh, certain elements, another bureau or office looks at others, and they don't talk to each other, and we're just supposed to believe that since they're actually studying it, they're going to find the truth, and they're going to deliver it to the people. Nine months of work summed up in 20 minutes before they went to questions. And when they went to questions, it was never a straight answer. Did anyone else get the impression that their mind was already made up? I mean, they already told us there wasn't enough evidence. They did so back in May when they held the public meeting. And since then, there have been quite a bit of developments, but none of that was considered in their comments or in the report. Yeah, they're not with the times. They're just uh, continuing to spin the hamster wheel. Because the problem is not all hands are on deck. NASA, NASA puts together this panel that only deals with declassified data. They don't review everything that we have. They just leave that up to Arrow. I mean, Arrow took them over a year to get a website up. And still, you can't report your sighting there. It's an absolute joke. So here were some of the main items. Uh, We're not going to call them highlights. I think they were lowlights. I mean, yeah, you could read into a lot about what was said. NASA Administrator Bill Nelson's personal feelings uh, that life does exist elsewhere. But he also said, again, we do not know what these are. But as many times as they said that, in fact, more, Times that they said that, they repeated that the UAP study team did not find evidence of ET origin. And of course, that's because they didn't get into the weeds. They didn't look at what's classified. They didn't bring the witnesses to the table. They didn't talk with experiencers. I understand that is Arrow's job. But why even have this? Like, why wouldn't you form this group after, if they're looking into the science of this, and Arrow is more into taking the reports and and delivering that data, why wouldn't you wait until you had some of that data in which to analyze scientifically? Or is this just another report? Like the Condon report. Like others that have preceded it, that basically have said, there's nothing to see here, move along. They did, though, appoint a director of UAP research within NASA, which is unprecedented. NASA's never had a director of UAP research. We learned his name late this afternoon after, at first, NASA would not reveal the director's name during the briefing referring to members being threatened, obviously worried this person could come under some sort of harm for being 
appointed director of UAP research at NASA. And especially with all the doxing going on these days, they uh, wanted to play it safe. But Nikki Fox, this afternoon, basically uh, pushed for the information, and uh, it was released. She is uh, NASA's science associate, uh, associate administrator, that is, and uh, said, given the interest, I'm sharing that NASA has selected Mark McInerney as director of UAP research. NASA updated their press release and uh, put some information about his background, which includes serving as NASA's liaison to the Department of Defense covering limited UAP activities for the agency. He's also served in various positions at NASA's Goddard Space Flight Center, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, and the National Hurricane Center. Now, there's still a lot to find out about what the actual role will be. Bill Nelson categorized it as developing and overseeing the implementation of NASA's scientific vision for UAP research, including uses NASA's using NASA's expertise to work with other agencies to analyze UAP and applying artificial intelligence and machine learning to search the skies for anomalies. So there's a lot to that. Apparently, uh, the director, Mr. McInerney, is going to be the point person for all this. Of course, it remains to be seen what will actually come of this. If this means that there will be more efforts by panels in the future to seriously investigate, or if this will just be a point person for NASA that will work with other agencies, such as the Aldo Domain Anomaly Resolution Office. So we still don't really know much about the role itself, But again, not expecting that they will be forthcoming with any of this information. Because as the late Stanton Friedman said on many occasions, in his mind, NASA stood for never a straight answer. The name of our program tonight. And I thought that may have been a little bit harsh the first time I had heard Stanton say that. But knowing what we know... I think it actually fits the bill quite well. The goal is not to release this information. The goal is to deflect. And they're doing a pretty good job at it. They want us to believe that they're actually going to honestly investigate it. It's like, if we tell you we're investigating, you have to believe us. And then When we issue our findings, there it is. We honestly investigated it, and here's our findings. Therefore, it is. I'm not naive to believe that. Are are you? Well, they had to do something after the nine-month study concluded. Otherwise, it would look like they really are not taking it seriously, which I don't believe they are. Nine months, $100,000? I mean, why why put a limit on it? So now they appoint this director and make it look like they still really uh, care about it. But it's my belief that we still will not get a straight answer. They stated repeatedly that whatever we find, we're going to tell you. We're all about openness and transparency, that all NASA data is open and accessible to the public. Did they say that enough? Even that 
we release everything because that's what we do. Really? Do you answer questions straight as well? Thank you very much. This is directed to Mr. Nelson. Thank you for being here. Um, Two quick questions. One is... How can we make the determination of what something isn't when we don't know what it is? And B, after a careful review of the data, if it's determined that some, underline the word some ten times, UFOs or UAP originate from a non-human intelligence, what's the plan to disclose that to the public? And can you identify yourself, please? James Fox. Thank you. I'm sorry, and what outlet? Uh, Independent media. Thank you. Well, let me repeat. It's on. Repeat yourself. It's not. Let me repeat what I said. Uh, I think it's important that you hear this word for word. We did, and it still looks like you're. The NASA independent study team did not find any evidence that UAP have an extraterrestrial origin. I was heard that the first but time. we don't know what these UAP are. Uh, the mission of NASA is to find out the unknown. I've said several times in my comments here today that we NASA deal openly and we will be transparent on this. And we're trying to address the, uh, the question of... There's so much uh, concern that there's something locked up, classified, uh, and that the, the American government is not being open. Uh, well, we are the American government. Yeah, you're not. And we open. are open, and we're going to be open about this. Open for business, but not open for disclosure business. We don't. Again, I'm going to repeat that statement. But we don't know what these UAP are, but we're going to try to find out. Thank you very much. And is there a plan in place if it is determined? Yeah, he's repeating it because Bill Nelson did not answer the question. So here's part two. Uh, Let me remind you, sir, what the question was. Some of them represent or originate from a non-human intelligence to, to tell the public. Is there a plan or... If we are what I said we intend to be, which is transparent, you bet your boots, uh, we will say that. And I've tried to set the table for you by telling you what I personally believe. What you personally believe is not what NASA believes. In a universe that is so vast. I, I think we get the point. He doesn't answer the question he wants to go talk about what he personally believes is there life in elsewhere in the universe sir what is the plan the plan p l a n what is the plan if this is re- revealed and he's not the only one who can't answer a question david spurgle was asked about the go fast video if I may, I just noticed in the report the, the go-fast incident was one that was picked out, and that had been uh, held up as an example of a, of a very credible sighting that you seem to be pouring doubt on. Can you just talk to that? I mean, we looked at that as one example, and you know, I think this is something um, that um, Arrow has actually done a very good job of. Deflecting 
I think Arrow has done a good job of, well, downplaying this. He goes on, but there's nothing of substance of here at all. Of going through the events. And most events um, are going to turn out, even if they're... Again, he's just repeating what Arrow has found, which is the whole mundane thing. Look, we're not interested in the mundane. We're interested in the strange, in the unusual, what you can't explain. But, of course, you're never going to get a straight answer. Into the paranormal. Paranormal. As I've said previously on the program, these uh, official efforts that are going on with the NASA study group and now delivering its report, the action that's been happening in Congress, the legislation, really the one that bothers me is come forward with your uh, evidence, uh, and if you do, we won't prosecute you, but then, of course, they hold on to it all. Uh, all of these investigations have me thinking... Well, this is good and bad because we already know what happened with the previous UFO investigations throughout history. And if we are to believe that this is an honest effort, it could be uh, it could backfire on us in that, well, we have all of the information. We've looked at it. And here's the conclusion that we reached. Uh, We reached that it's not E.T. in origin, that there's nothing really to concern ourselves with. And so, therefore, since we made this determination, uh, it's an official determination uh, there. At least we investigated it. But again, it is not an honest investigation, and it is never a straight answer. A guy who knows this well is Darcy Weir, a researcher and documentary filmmaker who we've turned to many times on this program for his insights. He makes these uh, films and does research on subjects including UFOs and our space program. His feature-length documentaries are available on many platforms. And he also knows his history, which makes him a great guest. Secret Space UFOs Fast Walkers reveals what is actually going on with NASA UFO sightings, the military involvement, and cover-ups. And so it's good to have him here. Darcy, let's dive right into it. Your thoughts on the events today. Well, I had no expectations that they were going to announce to the world that we're not alone. Um, I saw, you know, through recent history, what their last UAP conference was like and the way that they conducted themselves there was very much the same that they conducted themselves here. They took time to debunk um, and try to prove that, certain UFO incidents involving the military were, in fact, um, you know, not real. And um, on top of that, they also um, unveiled their new framework, right? Their framework for how they're going to carry out UAP investigations going forward. And what better way to demonstrate their new framework for reporting UAPs than to debunk them? And that's what they did with the Go Fast UFO video. They said that it was traveling at no more than 40 miles per hour and that it was actually just drifting with the wind. 
Uh, is that even possible, looking at the video? This was one of the three videos that was released first uh, in late 2017 and then officially by the government in 2020, right? Yeah, so, you know, there's a lot of argument going on right now whether that's even possible. Um, you know, it's it's blowing up on Twitter and so on and so that forth. It, that you, it could go the 40 miles per hour. That it was going faster than 40 miles per hour. In fact, I spoke to um, uh, Mark D'Antonio earlier this year, and he did a uh, analysis that it was going maybe 80 miles per hour, which is slower than what, you know, was being shown on the actual infrared indicator. You can see the miles per hour at, at one point, I think, on that. IR video, but the thing is that, you know, it's just the fact that they're using their technical and scientific power to debunk. Yeah, and we even heard that even the NASA astro- uh, assets are not good enough to detect this stuff. Really? We're supposed to believe that? More to come. Darcy, we're my guest. Somewhere between the paranormal and abnormal. This is into the paranormal. sightings result in very limited data that makes it even more difficult to draw scientific conclusions about the nature of UAP. It is essential to clarify based on our current findings and methodology that we find no evidence to suggest that UAP are extraterrestrial in origin. And the top takeaway from the study is that there is a lot more to learn. The NASA independent study team did not find any evidence that UAP have an extraterrestrial origin. But we don't know what these UAP are. Hold on tight. You're about to land somewhere into the paranormal. I mean, they said it more than a few times. We have no evidence to believe this is E.T. in origin. Trust us. We are open and transparent. We would tell you. How many times throughout history have we been told that? Darcy, we're my guest. Secret Space UFOs Fast Walkers is a highly recommended documentary of his where he goes into more of these sightings and the cover-ups into them. And we were talking about debunking, and um, certainly some of these exhibit capabilities that would indicate we either have the technology or an adversary has this technology, or these are the little green men. Are there any other possibilities, Darcy? Well, I mean, non-human intelligence, which is a term that David Grush brought up back at the uh, 
you have the congressional hearing on UAPs with David Fravor and Ryan Graves. Um, that terminology encompasses anything that's not us that is intelligent. So it doesn't have to be ET. It could be dimension, like trans-dimensional, uh, you know, time travelers. It could be uh, AI, non-human AI intelligence from another part of the galaxy or another part of the universe. We just don't know enough yet. Right. So the fact is that we've got a lot of people coming forward saying, look, we've got crash craft. We've got aliens. We know that we're not alone. The government's hiding it from us. And in terms of the government, they really mean the Department of Defense and the intelligence apparatus that surrounds them. And NASA is extricably linked to the Air Force. They were formed as NACA initially, which was an Air Force initiative, and then they quickly changed their name after 1958 to NASA. Um, and they've always run exercises with the Air Force. The Air Force was in charge of the, um, you know, the, the all of the years of studying UAPs or what they were called then UFOs under Project Blue Book. And we know Project Blue Book was essentially just a study that they put in the public to debunk and say, there's nothing here to see, folks. But we all know there was something there to see if you look into the history of the subject. So NASA is connected to the Air Force. They're connected to the Navy. They're connected to the government. And I think they're just doing their job as a national and international science agency to be at the forefront of this topic and try and tell people that there's nothing to see. It's just like the Condon Report. You know, when the Condon Report came out during Project Blue Book uh, decades, that was the very last report that came out that was from a scientific committee led by uh, Condon, Edward Condon, who was a preeminent scientific, uh, you know, scientist in the university uh, academic institutional sort of group across the United States. And his job was to debunk and release the Condon report to say there's nothing to see here, that, that UAPs are all prosaic UFOs back then. And at this point, it looks like that's what NASA's doing. Uh, I did see James Fox speak to um, Bill Nelson and, and the panel and ask Yeah, he them, didn't answer the question, so he had to ask part two of that question, and uh, he really didn't answer that. Either you have a plan in place or you don't have a plan in place. Not that we're just being open and transparent. When when you're telling me that you're being open and transparent, that tells me you're not. Uh, if you have a plan, just tell the people what the plan is. Yeah, give us the plan. They don't have a plan. Right now, it seems their plan is to investigate UFOs. They've actually asked that... Um, they can 
be basically the filter to the public from the DOD and other uh, agencies that might be handing over data regarding UAPs. So it looks like they want to they want to be the number one institution to take in all the reports and to basically find out whether they're real or not. Now, if they take in all the reports and it goes like today where they say the GoFast UFO is simply prosaic, it's nothing, um, and, and they do that to the Tic Tac and the Gimbal and whatever else we've got out there uh, to date that comes from a military source, well, we'll know that it's just going the very way that the Condon report went for the Brooking, for the uh, Project Blue Book. You know, it's sometimes history repeats itself. But, you know, Bill Nelson said we, his personal position, his personal opinion is that there's no way we could be in this vast sea of stars, the cosmos, so, so to speak, and this universe, whether it's on our galactic disk, you know, the Milky Way galaxy or some other galaxy, that there's, you know, not intelligent life other than us. Scientifically, that's a very low probability. So he's saying, I believe there is extraterrestrial intelligence out there that may be interested in visiting us. But um, so far, his position is they haven't yet. And it's interesting if you look at that statement and you look at his earlier statements. I think in 2020, when he originally came out, he said he spoke to the pilots that witnessed the Tic Tac and so on. He said, I believe, you know, what they're saying. I believe that there's something anomalous about these UAP. Um, so he's saying we don't know what the UAP are. And um, I'm skeptical about that. You know, a lot of the research I've done with my films, that I've documented that NASA seems to be tracking UAP in space. They seem to be tracking UFOs. And... Um, if they know, if they're tracking objects in different light spectrums, might I add, uh, most of the time in ultraviolet light spectrum, which is a very rare technology, most of these UFO hunters or these um, military jets are outfitted with infrared light spectrum technology with their cameras. And that's great. I mean, that you can detect things that the human eye can't see. and in this case, UFOs. But in the ultraviolet light spectrum, NASA's been carrying out missions all throughout the STS uh, space missions, trying to build the ISS. And in doing so, they have tracked anomalous objects. And people like um, Martin Stubbs and uh, Jeff Challender and countless other researchers that have been watching the NASA live feeds, as well as, you know, recording um, streams that weren't even public at the time. In the case of um, 
Martin Stubbs. He was literally kind of hijacking the NASA downlink and recording everything that was being presented overnight when he went to bed or when he left work. Uh, And when he scrubbed through that data, he found all kinds of anomalies, things that are akin to the Mosul orb that Jeremy Corbell presented uh, just in recent months, you know, this year. And what is the Mosul orb? What kind of object is a metal sphere that's able to fly without propellers, wings, uh, you know, some kind of combustion engine or, you know, they're, they're, we just don't have any reason to explain how an object that's a perfectly round metal sphere is able to fly. That's not traditional commercial technology. And we don't, if the military doesn't even know what it is, then what is it? And why is it we've seen these same orbs flying around the space station, flying around the STS shuttle missions for decades? Yeah, they certainly have a history of shutting off the feed uh, on more than one occasions when there's one of these objects uh, coming through. So that must mean that NASA has videos, but they also have pictures of some of these objects. Uh, They would have to. Uh, if, if it's their cameras and their recording, uh, and and they have the one the the man at the switch who can control this, uh, we have to believe that they have this somewhere. I would challenge Bill Nelson to watch that footage and to examine the behavior that NASA, Capcom, you know, the the CODA technicians, the Cato technician rather. Um, have been carrying out all these decades recording footage being caught by NASA space cameras. And whenever there's some kind of anomalous object flying into view, they cut the feed or they switch to another camera or, uh, you know, they start moving the camera either away from the object and in some cases right into, you know, a solar flare or some kind of, uh, some kind of obscuration. But on top of that, there are some missions where we've seen these space cameras actually zoom in on objects. Uh, So it looks like sometimes they messed up, they showed their curiosity up there, and they tracked UFOs. So I, I just, I don't, to me, Bill Nelson's an intelligent man. He's been around the block for a long time. I'm sure he knows about UFOs. I'm sure he's studied up all of the historical cases. I would be surprised if he hasn't seen that NASA seems to have some kind of behavior or technique um, and guidelines for basically trying to hide UFO activity in space. And this has been going on for many decades, right? Many decades. I mean, even in 1961, we were flying the X-15 missions, the very first jet-propelled or rocket-propelled aircraft that was flying off of a modified B-2 bomber, right? 
Um, and when this propelled off of the, the wing of the craft into space, kind of like um, Virgin Galaxies, the way that their craft flies off of a, a plane, um, astronauts were reporting and taking pictures. In fact, they were tasked by NASA to take photos of things that they were observing in space. Because at this time, no one had been to space. No one had been this high. These were the very first astronaut-designated missions. And even back then, it was rumored that they were trying to track UFOs. Um, a good friend of mine, Kerry Martinuk, uh, who went by Luna Cognita, he even shows all of these photos that were carried um, you know, taken by these astronauts uh, during the X-15 days. So if NASA was tasking astronauts with taking photos of anomalies in space back then, you bet your ass they're still taking those photos or taking video, in this case, of anomalies in space today. Well, so the question is, why aren't they showing those? We know the answer. It's never a straight one. More to come with Darcy Weir, our program tonight, after NASA releases a report of their UAP study group. We'll have more right after this. Into the paranormal. paranormal. Yeah, I'm wondering, like you, where where is it? Why aren't they coming forward with it? They did admit, though, in this uh, report, the NASA UAP study, the independent study team, that the threat to U.S. airspace posed by UAP is self-evident. Recently, it just came to light that there was a secret memo that Justin Trudeau, the Canadian prime minister, got his hands on right around the time those objects were shot down in the U.S. and Canada. And there were not just four of them, friends. There were 23 of them. Not that were shot down, but that were identified as being a possible threat. The question is, what does NASA know, and what are they willing to tell us? And the indications, Darcy, are they know a lot more than they're willing to say. Absolutely. And um, I think there's many NASA scientists out there historically that have been interested in this subject. I mean, in my documentary, I have uh, Dr. Jack Kasher, who was a nuclear physicist for NASA, studying the effects of um, nuclear effects in a highly classified program. Uh, you have Jim Delatoso, who was also a NASA contractor that led credibility to the UFO subject throughout history. Um, And, you know, you do have guys like Bill Nelson who seem interested in it publicly. And, uh, but then you do have debunkers. You guys, you you have your typical uh, Jim Oberg, James Oberg that have come out publicly and tried to debunk every single 
UFO video that has surfaced from a NASA space camera. And we're talking about cameras here that are super high tech. They're built to withstand the harsh environment or lack of environment in this case of deep space. And, you know, you can equate these to be similar to the cameras that are outfitted on uh, these state-of-the-art aircraft that were chasing UFOs. In the case of the Tic Tac UFO that uh, Major Fravor chased. So when you see videos that come from camera sources like that, you have to take an interest if you're curious about UFOs at all. You must think that these are more qualified than some UFO videos that come from the surface of the Earth. Yeah, they're saying that even NASA's equipment, their assets are not good enough uh, to pick this up, uh, that basically uh, the resolution is not good enough. Are are we supposed to buy that? That's bull. There's no way that that's possible. Um, I mean, that could be a money grab. That could be a, a request for more funding so they can get better technology. Yeah. We see the military do that all the time with the budget. Um, but I doubt that. I mean, NASA has great camera technology, great uh, sensor systems on all of their craft. And, you know, they help put up all kinds of probes in space, the Voyager, the lunar probes, the LRO, you know, Clementine probes. And might I add, all of these probes that have gone into space have detected anomalies on the moon. You know, and sometimes anomalies on other moons like uh, Phobos that flies around Mars. And every time um, credible researchers take a look at this photography, this space photography, space video that comes out of NASA's missions, they say the same thing. There's nothing to see here. It's just, you know, pareidolia. It's your own imagination, or uh, it's a a defect in the camera, or uh, it's space ice, space junk, is what they call uh, the things flying around our cislunar space, our, our deep space that they capture on camera. Darcy, not everything is as it appears. You know that well. I appreciate you coming on the program tonight. My pleasure. And uh, by the way, the national news coverage of this sucked. It just absolutely did. It's like we're uh, we're still in elementary school on a topic that is um, in postgraduate level, and it will continue to be that way because there's never a straight answer. The idea is to cover it up, not to disclose. Good night, and God bless. 